What is up, guys? It is Quinn here, and with the uh, NFL Combine wrapping up, I thought this would be a good opportunity to uh, revisit my rookie rankings. So we're going to be doing some uh, post-Combine running back rankings and also uh, having some tiers. So instead of just, you know, listing them one after the other, kind of separating them by tiers, giving you ideas, you know, on which guys could kind of be interchangeable, kind of, uh, you know, be swapped based on capital, landing spot, all of that stuff. So just starting to kind of clump these players together. As always, if you enjoy the content, do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. I'll be doing the uh, wide receivers also, and it's going to be top 12. So I think a few weeks ago when I uh, went through them, it was top eight. We're expanding now to top 12. And let's honestly just jump right into it. Number one here, it's no surprise, Bijan Robinson. He's going to be the only player I have in tier one. For me, he is still the clear cut locked in running back one. He was locked in heading into the combine. Came in 5'11", 115, solid workhorse size, ran a 4.46, also jumped well. So, I mean, he really would have needed to just absolutely tank the combine to, you know, fall out of that RB1 spot. He didn't. Very solid numbers. He looks to be locked into the first round, whether it's, you know, mid, maybe top 10, I doubt it, but, you know, mid first round, later first round, regardless of where he goes, you know, if he's in that first round, definitely locked in uh, running back one at this point. Now, moving into uh, tier two, there's going to be two guys in this tier, and the first one is going to be Jameer Gibbs. He's my number two running back at this point out of Alabama. I honestly think his combine was pretty similar, you know, to what we were expecting heading into it. We knew he wasn't a big dude, came in at five foot nine, 199 pounds. Obviously, that's not great size when you're looking at like a workhorse running back, but then we also knew he was a very strong athlete, uh, came in with a 4.3640. I know size is like a very controversial topic, you know, when it comes to running backs. I've seen some people out there voicing their opinions. They think size doesn't matter. If he's a great player, he's going to step in. He's going to have a role. He's going to ball out. And then I've seen other people who are probably very concerned about the size. You know, they may just be taking them off the, their draft boards. Not necessarily that he wouldn't be, you know, ranked on there, but they're just not going to be willing to pay up for him as the RB2 if he is undersized. For me, you know, I do think it's rare to see these uh, workhorse running backs coming in at like 199, but that's not to say like it's impossible, right? There are outliers. We've got a guy like Jamal Charles who came in at 200 at the combine. I believe Christian McCaffrey was just over 200. I think he was at 202. I'm definitely not coming out and saying that, you know, Jameer Gibbs is going to be a Jamal Charles or Christian McCaffrey, but I'm just saying that at that size, you can be someone who's a top tier fantasy running back. And, you know, it's definitely not something where we want to be throwing shots out on outliers, right? We're not supposed to be drafting every 200 pound running back thinking they're going to become a Christian McCaffrey or become a Jamal Charles. But if there is a guy in this class who's undersized, I think Jameer Gibbs has the skill set. He's a solid runner. Also, you know, a very strong pass catcher. That's kind of where his upside comes in. So if I was going to bet on one of these smaller running backs, you know, take a guy in my tier two of the running backs, it's going to be a guy like Jameer Gibbs. So no guarantee he becomes, you know, an RB1, but I do think he's going to go in the second round. I think the draft capital is going to be there and he just needs a team to really give him the opportunity to be one of, you know, not even a full-time three down back. Just get this man 14, 15 touches per game and you're going to be very happy with drafting Jameer Gibbs. Now the uh, second and final player in tier two, it's going to be Zach Charbonnet out of UCLA. This is where I had him heading into the combine. He maintains that uh, number three spot. I do think there was a chance he could have uh, dropped his value a little bit if he tested poorly at the combine. But luckily, you know, for us, he came through. We knew he was a big back, came in at six feet tall, 214 pounds, 
ran a 4.5340, which you know is pretty solid for that size, and then performed solidly in the uh, broad and vertical jump. So no athletic concerns. Just looks like a very strong, you know, solid all-around back. I think he does have that three-down skill set. If he has the right landing spot, I do think he could be, you know, very viable as a rookie. And he is looking like a guy who's probably going to be going in the second round at latest, like early third round. I think if we're seeing Bijan Robinson go like mid first, like top 20, top 25 picks, I think Gibbs and Charbonnet are pretty much going to be locked into the second round. The only way I see those guys kind of falling later is if maybe Bijan Robinson's going like very end of the first round and then those dudes get pushed back like late second, early third, but I still think uh, Gibbs and Charbonnet are going to be round two NFL picks. Now moving into tier three, honestly at this point, I feel like this is where the uh, running back class gets pretty jumbled. I think I have those top three locked in and then tier three, four, five, I do think there could be, you know, some movement between those tiers. I'd almost consider like skipping a tier, but we're just going to, you know, go one, two, three. So starting off the third tier, my fourth overall running back, I have Devin A-Chain out of uh, Texas A&M. Like I said, I think there's a big drop off from Charbonnet going from RB3 to RB4. And I think uh, draft capital and landing spot is definitely going to play a big role here with A-Chain. We knew he was going to be a freak athlete, was the fastest running back at the combine, ran a 4-3-2. Obviously, the downside, kind of similar with Gibbs, but uh, to a much greater extent is the size. Came in at 5'8", 188. So he's not even one of these running backs that's kind of you know flirting with the 200-pound mark, coming in high 190s. This dude is uh, sub-190 in terms of weight. And so we could see a path for a guy like Gibbs to be a three-down back if he hits that ultimate ceiling. For A-Chain... You know, three down back pretty much seems like a pipe dream. It just seems like it's not going to happen. But I think if he lands in the right spot, gets the draft capital where they're committed to him, I do think he could be a serious weapon on an NFL team. If you're giving this guy, he doesn't need 14, 15 touches. Get this guy 10, 11, 12 touches per game. He will produce. I think, you know, the downside here is he kind of becomes you know, a player who's just getting these, you know, uh, big upside swings, but not someone you're going to count on consistently. Like, I think he's someone who could be a very solid tool for an NFL team and maybe be a better, you know, real life NFL player compared to a fantasy asset that you actually want to be relying upon. But, you know, we're kind of taking a swing here. And like I said, if you like some of the guys below him, I'm not going to push back super hard at this point. And then at RB5, uh, also in tier three, I have Tajay Spears out of Tulane. Another kind of undersized back, definitely not to the same extent as A-Chain, but 5'10", 201 pounds. He didn't run the 40, but jumped very well, both in the uh, vertical jump and the broad jump. I think he's another one of these dudes who's not going to have a massive workload. Like That's not really what we're looking for out of uh, Tajay uh, Spears here. He can catch passes. He can make plays on the ground and through the air. Coming off of a massive 2022 season, went for over 1,800 yards from scrimmage and then 21 total touchdowns. So I like him here. And then uh, we'll see what he does at his pro day in terms of the uh, 40 time. Now, staying in tier three for two more players, number six, RB6, I have uh, Roshan Johnson out of Texas. He is a guy that I don't even think I had in my top eight uh, before the combine. He comes in at six foot tall, 219 pounds. He didn't put up like freak combine numbers, but really like that's not what I was expecting out of a back that's so big. Like he ran a four, five, eight, 
nothing crazy, nothing terrible at his size. You know, that is uh, totally okay. And it does seem kind of strange to have a uh, running back in college who was the running back two, you know, being my RB6 overall ahead of all these other starting running backs at their universities. But I mean, if we're being honest, like if you're playing behind Bijan Robinson, every other running back in this class would have been locked in as his backup. He's just, you know, clearly the top guy. Even though he was the backup, I still think Roshan Johnson has a three down skill set. I don't think he's someone who necessarily is elite in one specific area, but he is fairly well-rounded. I think he's going to be a guy who ends up being drafted in round three and round four, and he kind of just feels like he has the skill set, you know, the uh, prospect profile where he's going to step into a team, he's going to find a role, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's relevant as a rookie. Like I think he could come into a uh, competitive backfield that maybe doesn't have a locked-in running back one. And like second half of the season, we're just seeing him, you know, grind out solid fantasy performances. Obviously, that's probably more towards his ceiling, but it just seems like something that, you know, could happen here for Roshan Johnson. And then the uh, final player in tier three, my RB7, it's going to be Sean Tucker out of Syracuse. He didn't test at the combine. He came in at five foot nine, 207 pounds. So, you know, not crazy huge, but also not one of these guys I would consider to be undersized. He's another guy who I think has a decently well-rounded skill set probably going to be going in that same uh, draft area as a guy like Roshan Johnson, round three, round four. Doubt we see him, you know, jump up into round two. I kind of talked about that for Gibbs and Charbonnet. Don't know if any of those other running backs are going to, you know, get picked that high. He put together some very impressive uh, college seasons, specifically his sophomore year, played in 12 games, a rush for almost 1,500 yards, 12 touchdowns on the ground, and then also caught 20 passes for 255 yards and two touchdowns. Didn't necessarily repeat that season in his junior year, but I think he's someone who's kind of locked in here as a tier three option. Now shifting into a tier four, at number eight, I have Kendra Miller out of TCU. As expected, he did not test at the combine. I forgot what the injury was, but it's whatever he was dealing with uh, towards the end of the college season. I do believe he'll be able to uh, test at his pro day, but he came in with solid size, five foot 11, 215 pounds. I really like him as a pure runner. I think he has nice vision. He's not a guy who's going to blow you away athletically. So I don't think, you know, we're going to be getting some sort of crazy numbers at his pro day, especially at uh, more of that workhorse size. But I think he's someone who's going to be able to step in. I think he'll be able to have a role at the next level as, you know, a guy who kind of filters in on early downs. Maybe he lands on a solid offense with a nice rushing game. And then he's someone who's relevant very early on. And then the uh, second and final player in tier four, this is where I have Tank Bigsby out of Auburn. I'm likely lower on Bigsby than consensus. He was a huge deal after his uh, freshman season. Like it was him and Bijan as the top two, you know, in this specific class. And then he still went out sophomore, junior year, put up solid numbers, but he just never really took that huge leap from his uh, impressive uh, freshman season. I think he's a guy who could shift slightly up or down based on uh, capital and landing spot. But this is where I have him uh, here right now. And then moving on to my final three running backs, this is going to be tier five. At 10, I have uh, Israel Abanaconda. I probably butchered that name. Uh, Hopefully I didn't, but he's uh, out of Pittsburgh. I think he's a pretty interesting prospect here. He didn't test at the combine, but another one of these dudes who uh, weighed in five foot 10, 216 pounds. He really didn't do a ton in his first two college seasons. He uh, wasn't really involved as a freshman. Sophomore year was solid, but you know, wasn't anything wild. But then he explodes in 2022. In 11 games, he rushed for 
for 1,431 yards, also caught 12 passes for 146 yards, and then I scored 21 total touchdowns. So a guy who just really, really broke out in his junior season. If he performs well at his pro day, I could definitely see him uh, rising up boards here. He has a, you know, a lot of the check marks. He has the size. He has the crazy production in college, especially, you know, in that junior season. So someone to definitely keep an eye on there. Then at number 11, I have Zach Evans out of Ole Miss. He's uh, in this tier five area. I think some people are probably going to be much higher on Evans than me personally. I'm just not really seeing the upside here and the fit. He didn't test at the combine, but he came in at an undersized 5'11", 202. I don't really think anyone thought he was going to be huge, but just when you're looking at the skill set, he's not a guy who has a ton of receiving work uh, in terms of like receiving upside. So you look at these other uh, undersized running backs like Tajay Spears, Jameer Gibbs, they have the pass catching ability where that's where you could kind of see them kind of profile in as like a third down back as their floor. I just don't really think Zach Evans has that. Like he averaged a catch a game in uh, 2022. So right now I'm just not really uh, sure what his role is going to be. And also just not really sure what his draft capital is going to be looking like. And then to uh, wrap up the top 12, I have Chase Brown out of Illinois. Uh, He's coming off of a fantastic combine performance. Definitely a riser from that combine. Five foot nine and a half. 209 pounds, ran a 4-4-3-40, and then had the uh, highest vertical and the highest broad jump of all of these running back prospects. So with the athleticism and then also the production he showcased at Illinois the past two seasons, I really wouldn't be surprised if he gets bumped up to this like round three, round four range. If he is a guy who ends up getting picked in round three, I think we would definitely have to bump him up here. But like I said at the top, like a lot of this draft capital, right? Like a dude getting picked early round three compared to mid round five, that's going to be a big deal once the draft hits. It's just kind of tough to uh, project at this point exactly where all these guys are going to be picked. And then I did just want to give two honorable mentions to uh, Eric Gray and Evan Hull. I do think this is a very deep running back class. So, you know, top 12, typically you'd be getting most of the dudes, but I do think there are other guys, you know, who were deserving here. Just had to uh, stick with 12 for this specific video, but that is going to wrap it up. If you guys enjoy the content, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Like I said, I'll be going through uh, wide receivers soon. Then I think I'll be talking about uh, some upcoming free agents. And then I'll eventually get into like my top 24 uh, rankings for, you know, all the positions together, super flex. So stay tuned for that. Thank you all again for stopping by and I will see you in the next one.